All right, we are continuing our uh, reminiscences of of X Five: The Temple of Death. Um, here is where it should be more complicated and off the beaten path. <laughs> from, from what I remember, we I don't remember much of what's in this book. I remember other stuff. Yeah, pretty much. Um, so, but before we actually get well. Starting on page 10, part 3, Huel. Um, it first, it gives a general description of the culture of Huel and the landscape and stuff. Um, so, in general, did you have any, like, historical analog you were basing the culture of Huel off of? No, I didn't, because I couldn't figure out, after reading the module, what I really wanted it to be, because I didn't like the setting that the module had it in. Uh Okay, because in the module, there's a lot of hints at different things, and some of them conflict with each other. Like, um, so exactly. there, there's the description of the diviners, which really sounds like the Inquisitors, like the Spanish Inquisition. Right. Um, did you run with that? I ran with them, but I didn't want to go with the Spanish yeah. Inquisition story. You, you didn't like have any of the Catholic Church? No. Um, symbolism or anything? Nope. Um, but you did run with them being like inquisitors. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and as ruthless as they were. Yeah. And then there's a description of the hermits. Um, and they they really their description sounds similar to like to me to like the Nazarenes in the Bible. Or John the Baptist. Right. You know, not cutting the hair. That's um, kind of what I thought they were, too. Also, and, also, their description is similar to a lot of the hermits and Arthurian legends. Yep. And all of that doesn't fit with the... Spanish Inquisition. Yes. <laughs> Which is why I didn't like their putting of these things together. But there were several other little odds and ends in it that I didn't like. So I guess basically, <coughs> I was going with uh, prehistory Arabia. Yeah. So so pre-Muslim Arabia. Uh, I'd say pre-Egyptian Arabia. Okay. So general pagan culture. Right. Um, which is kind of what described later with the. With the Inquisitors stopping you from thinking wrong thoughts, as long as you're, you're chaotic, basically. Right. And their description of chaotic is worshipping any gods that are chaotic. Right. Because um, it seems like there's not one god, but several. Um, which, yeah. which fits into the Arabian Peninsula philosophy. Yeah. In early history. Right. Um, and then the description of the prophets, I really can't think of any where the inspiration for that is. Like there's a description of it as a, a like all prophets travel with a dog and a young boy who carries a lamp. I feel like that's very specific and it probably came from something specific, but I haven't been able to find a specific reference. Me neither. Like I, I, I mean, I didn't search thoroughly, but I did do a quick Google search for certain religions or whatever that might have that but i couldn't find anything well and also because it was so arbitrary and bizarre you guys didn't encounter very many of them maybe one right in the whole time that you were there um and then right and then there's a description of customs um and then they they have services every night but not everyone attends and it sounds to me a lot like catholic mass yeah, I did. Me too. Uh, did you implement that part of it? Did we? Yes, we... I did. Okay. Um, and then there's a... And you were required to attend. Right. And then there's a miracle procession. What is that? Um, once a week, there's a miracle procession where everyone go, where the clerics go around looking for signs of miracles. Yep. I couldn't find a specific inspiration for that, but that does sound Catholic to me. Yeah. In some way. Well, I'd say just before the Reformation Catholic, yes. Because they, they know people are uh, getting 
uneasy with the control that the company, the church is having over the populace. And so they're looking for ways to reinforce their control. Right. That's the way I saw it. Yeah. And then there was also a thing about them treating all animals with respect because even some of them might be holy men in, in a disguise. And that, I did some research and that, um, so off the top of my head, that, that sounded like Indian or Hindu to me. Yes, kind of Sikh. Or... But, but you really go back um, that uh, mythos of holy men being disguised as animals it goes all the way back to Sumer Sumeria. Yep. Um, Enlil and uh, Nunzatara. I can't read my writing. I'm not sure what I wrote down there. Mm. A name that starts with an N and then Enlil. Enlil is one of their gods, one of the gods of Sumeria, I think, if I can remember right. Um, but yeah, that's that's a legend that goes all the way back to Sumeria, is holy men disguised as animals. Yeah. So did we ever encounter any uh, holy men disguised as animals? No. Or or were people telling us to treat animals with respect yes. because of that? Yes. You, you never found an animal that actually was a holy man? But you didn't want to mess with it just in case it was kind of thing. Right. Um, and then there's, so to the adventure itself, unless you have anything to say about their culture that we haven't talked about. No. Um, then there's the random encounters. Did were, were there specific random encounters we encountered? or? Um, no, I just rolled them up and whatever came up, came up. Right. And the number of individuals in the random encounter was determined by the way you guys were reacting to it. Right. And most of the time, your random encounters were subpar. Okay. You guys were able to deal with them shortly, whether it was through conversation or through decimation. Okay. Because there's a couple of these that could prove interesting, like the Mujina trying to join our party mm -hmm. or the prophet. He, he gives us a vague prophecy about our future. Yeah. And there's yeah. clerics and stuff. Right. You didn't encounter the prophets on the random encounter. Magina, you didn't encounter on your encounter. Um, let me see what else is there. Clerics. Clerics, just, you, just normal clerics. Yeah, them you encountered... The diviners, yeah, the diviners. You did encounter they're them. They're looking for wrong thoughts, right? You did, and those were quite prevalent. Um, let's see. The chances of encountering soldiers, I figured, were, were really going to be weak because most of the soldiers were on the other side of the pass, the mountains. Yeah. Um. And then there's merchants, bears, bugbears. Yeah. A hermit. He can give us answers about the surroundings. Yeah. And then there's outlaws. You didn't meet too many outlaws. Yeah. And then the rest are just monsters. Well, you did have an experience with the pixies. Though, um, I guess if we really... The all the monsters should be under this in the service of the master right. to some degree. So. Right. But it could still prove interesting. And since it, by this time you guys did not, you guys no longer had that amulet that made you stand out and made the master know where your thoughts were. Um, everything became a little bit more random, less. Um, schedule, right? Um, so that's random encounters. Um, so Magden. Um, which one of these towns did you make to be Magden? This uh, supposed to be, yeah. It was the first town you came to. So the one that's closest to the past. Yeah. Yeah, I figured. Um, did we go to any of the other towns? No, you guys avoided them. Okay. Um, so, the map of Magden. Um, okay. So, 
I did some analysis of the map, and it really bugs me because it's similar to pretty much all other RPG maps of cities and towns. Yeah. Um, in that these are huge buildings. Look at the scale. Mm-hmm. Um, where is the scale? Oh, 30 feet. One square is 30 feet. Um, you look at these buildings. It's like the smallest building is a 30-foot square. Okay, there's a couple small ones over here. But, you know, most of these buildings, like, are huge. Yeah. Um, there's 4,000 people living in this town, but there's se- I counted them, and there are 75 buildings. Yeah. And also, in the description, it talks about the outskirts of town, but there are no outskirts of town. No. I mean, you could add more buildings on the, you know, not on the map. You could say there's some huts on the outside that are outskirts. Well, I but, kept thinking towards... Um, Athens and how the um, up on top of the hill where all the great monuments are the Acropolis Acropolis, yes that basically to me was what this This drawing of the city is and then you have the normal people outside and then beyond that you have the farmers and peasants except even then these buildings are huge scaled they are I mean like What's number one supposed to be? Number one is supposed to be the... Okay, number two is the temple. And the temple is... That's that's pretty much 100 feet square with with a courtyard 100 feet square. Yeah. Almost. Yeah. I mean, that's not unheard of, but that's not... That building is much bigger than any of the other buildings. Basically, it's a two-acre building. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's just... I think when they said the square was 30 feet, they really didn't pay attention. No. Um, Okay. Well, did you... did Did you actually... When we went into the town, did you use the map? At the scale, do you have us explore street by street or anything like that? I had you go where you wanted to go. Right. So you were looking for specific so information. So if we went to a specific place, we went there and you didn't bother about right. keeping track of time or anything? No. Okay. Because that would make a difference if we were, you know, if you were tracking square by square. But right. if you're just saying you go there, then it's not that important. Yeah. You ask where the tavern is. Okay, it's over here. Well, yeah. at the tavern, you ask where this building or that building is. They tell you where yeah. it is. You go, and that's about it. Yeah. Plus the chance for random encounters. Right. Okay, so did we go to this shrine, and did we learn the information that Hosatis was the master? Yes, you did. What led us there? Um, at the bar. Okay. Um, and people were kind of curious about why you're asking about something that's supposed to be well known. Okay. Well, because it kind of it kind of implies that not everyone knows Hosadis is the master. Um, they all know that there is a master. They just don't know who the master was. Okay. Okay. But there was also because there's the temple in town, which is all about the master, right? And the death and all that. But it doesn't mean that they know exactly who the master yeah. is. But they just know there's yeah. a master. Yeah. And you better And there's the shrine of this local hero, I guess. Right. Holy yeah. Um so in general, can you so describe our journey to town and what we did once we got there? Well, when you finally got to town, you realized that uh, you guys were rather conspicuous. So you tried to do some uh, polymorph spells to make you less conspicuous, especially the one that was becoming a dragon. Right. And uh, you would have to take breaks every six hours, because that's how long the spell lasted. Right. And it was becoming rather cumbersome, because those breaks would come at an inconvenient time. And... By the time you were actually at the temple, um, you'd already gotten a reputation in the community. And there were people outside the temple when you 
came out and they wanted to uh, question you further. As in, you aren't thinking right. You must not be the right people. Okay. And as such, you guys had to do your uh, clerical best at charming people and were marginally successful and were able to get out of the situation and you guys decided it was getting to be too dangerous so you left town and at that point you vowed that you wouldn't go in any more town you had acquired enough information that you knew where you had to go and how to get there or at least you guys thought so yeah um Okay, so in the town, uh, the different buildings. So there's the hideout building, mm -hmm. uh, Canopa, the tenth level thief. Did we find his hideout? No. Um, did we ever meet him? Yes. He took some of your good stuff. Yeah. And he was able to get away from you. And we, we weren't able to follow him. No, he was too good. Um, so we didn't learn any information from him. No. This is what happens when you're, you're governed by the roll of the die. Yeah. Um. Oh, in the in the marketplace, there's a there's a puppet show. Did you watch the puppet show? Yeah, you did. Which is about a uh, master and stuff. Yeah. Did we uh, connect that information? Yes, you did, except for the name of the master. Okay. The uh, puppet show is what made you want to go check out the temple. Yeah, and that's also where uh, Materia's supposed to pick our pocket and then lead us to um, Canopus hideout. Yeah, but he, that person was too good. Yeah. You guys were too die roll weak. Yeah. Um... Okay, so in the in the tavern, did we uh was the cook was that where the cook was um helping with the with the tavern's cook cooking yes. stuff? And that's how you were able to get so much information out of that place. Because he was making food technically um he was cheating. Yeah. Which is what he always did when he made food. Yeah. Um, using the purify food spell. Yeah. And stuff. And other things. Yeah. That nature. Other things, yeah. Um, okay. Um, and he then, was doing that so often that he was getting really good at it. Then also in town, the um, there's some gnolls that come in and they try to drug us and capture us. Um I'm pretty sure we weren't captured. No. Did we even spend a single night? Uh, yeah, you did. Okay. And was that the same night? Because I remember there being trolls and not gnolls. Yes. And that the cook fed them food, and then they their stomachs exploded, literally. Yes. Okay. You wanted to describe that better than me? Well, uh, rather than gnolls, I decided to use the trolls instead. Because they're a little bit more intimidating than no. Yeah. And um, they, the trolls were there specifically looking for you guys. Somehow or another, you guys have no idea how, but someone had let the master know that you were in the town. And uh, you were therefore on the guard and trying to disguise yourselves as not those particular people. And the cook overheard the trolls talking about this, and they were pointing at you guys, and he's back in the kitchen, and he can see all of this going on. So he made a special batch of uh, the special of the day for them. Yeah. And he told them that it was, he came out specifically and gave it to them and told them it was specifically for them. But then gave them a warning that if they had been eating people in the last year, that he could not be held responsible for the consequences. <laughs> yeah. 
And uh, they bit, they swallowed that hook, line, and sinker and uh, ate well and were stuffed and couldn't get up. And, oh, just, oh, I ate too much type thing. And uh, it just kept getting worse and worse and worse. And they were agonizing and rolling on the floor. And eventually... It popped. Yeah, they, they literally exploded. I remember. Yep. And because it was explosion of fire, they couldn't regenerate. No. Um, and there were some patrons in the place that then asked the cook about that, and he came up with a real um, good excuse. He said, "Well, they must have been eating humans in the last year." Yeah, and I told I, them. I remember that we kept eating. You know, eating our dinner like normal right after that happened. Oh, yeah. Like you guys we were ate. trying to do nonchalant. Yeah. Everybody else in the place wasn't, but you guys were. Yeah. Um, okay. And then we leave right after that? Yeah. Or, or did we spend the night of them? No, you'd spent the night before, and okay. you were getting all kinds okay, of information. Okay, so that was our second night. That was your second night. You guys decided you'd better leave okay. that night. Okay. Um, okay, the last... Uh, encounter for the town is there's suspicious diviners and they're trying to uh well basically there's a man who's a diviner in disguise he doesn't look like a diviner and then he uh yeah he's supposed to talk to us in the tavern and then he questions us <clears throat> and supposed to try to trick us to uh show that we're thinking wrong thoughts right that was also that night so did we fall for his tricks no did we? Did we end up fighting him? <coughs> no, you. Uh, you end up explaining that you were mercenaries uh, with the charge to come back to the the main castle of the emperor for the purpose of letting him know what was going on, other than what he could see normally. Right. If uh, yeah, because if he thinks. If he if he learns what he needs to know, he's supposed to run to the diviners' court and fetch more diviners to arrest us. Right, but he didn't do that. No. Okay. Actually, what happened was the thief in the group um, followed him after he decided to leave and went up and slit his throat. Okay, that may have been Heidi's thief. I know she did that a lot. Yes. <laughs> Um, okay, well, that's the town. Um, and from there, we're supposed to make our way to the dark wood. Where did we go after leaving Magda? Um, you stay down the river as much as possible until you get close to a community. And then you get out of the river and then go across land um, until you found the river again. And then you'd go and it was just pretty much nondescript cross-country travel. Right. Did we know that we were supposed to go to the dark wood? Yes. It's yeah. all part of the uh, information you gathered from... Yeah, that uh, the Temple of Death was in there. Right. Yeah. You did not know exactly where, but you knew it was in there somewhere. And one of you had remembered something about being next to a lake. Right. Um... So, and if you got to a swamp, you went too far. Yeah. Um. Uh, oh, also, where we uh, there's also the option that uh, that a prophet encounters us and guides us there. Yeah, that was just as you got inside the woods. And um, he had a boat that he um, let you guys have. He was not a prophet of the um, master and was a good enough fellow that he understood exactly who you were and why you were there just by looking at you. And to the extent where he knew most of everybody's names, except for the one that was turning into a dragon. Okay. And so we followed him. You followed him? How far did we follow him to? Um, you followed him about a half a mile to the river 
and he had a boat waiting for you. And you took the boat and went up the river to the lake. And from where you came around the point, you could see the temple. And we're not sure at that point whether you wanted to go the rest of the way by boat or on foot. Okay. You guys had to camp that night anyway. So you did. And you'd figure you'd figure it out in the morning. Um so in the in the wood the the river becomes enchanted and if we uh if we drink the water we get we get transformed. Um did any of us do that? Um no because you all have plenty of fluid to drink. Um and nobody made the attempt. Did the prophet warn us about the river? No. Okay. Um, okay, so right before we enter the wood, there's supposed to be a golden cenotaph. It's basically an obelisk. And uh, and then lightning strikes it. Um, did we encounter that? You probably did, but I don't remember that. So it must have been a non sequitur just happened and you guys because if if we touch it um there's supposed to be a message that appears and it's in a language you don't understand but of course we can use magic to translate it um and then it fades then the writing fades away eventually yeah but yeah there's a yeah yeah, this, this if we touch it, a golden beam of light shoots from it into the sky, and then after half an hour, it gets struck by lightning, and then the message appears. Yeah, this is where I start deviating from the manual quite a bit, right? And I don't remember that in it. Yeah. It may have happened, but I don't remember it. Uh, oh, and then there's uh, the black altar in the wood where um, where there's a magic user who's been magic jarred in the altar and he tries to take us over. Take one of the PCs over and, uh, you know, because his body's old. Yeah, I don't remember that very well. Yeah, I don't remember it either at all. I also don't remember a lot of the stuff. Um, and then there are um, there's some special hounds in the woods. Yeah, spectral hounds. Um, we hear them far off, and then they come closer. You and guys, then, and then they attack us. You guys had all heard them and had climbed trees. Okay, because it does give us the option to escape, but if we just stand there, they're going to attack us. Right. No, you guys had climbed trees and it kept them confused as to where your position was because you didn't have any yeah. leaving footprints. Yeah. When they finally figured out you were in the trees, that's when you guys unleashed on them. Okay. Because it says if we evade them five times that they lose our, our scent. No, there was no chance of evading because you guys were in the trees. Yeah. And then there's a... Uh, then there's a... Uh, a, a magic flying ship that approaches us and will take us straight to the to the temple and the master. Yeah, this is where I started going into, off to my um, alternative gameplay. Right. That magic flying ship was um, done by certain individuals that were actually just Okay, so the ship that came um, was actually aliens who were coming to in, uh, enlist your help in reacquiring alien technology. Is this the first time you had you introduced us to aliens? Yeah, quite a few times. No, this was the very first time you encountered other beings from another planet. And uh, they wanted you to go in there and do the dirty work of 
not only destroying this person who had stolen alien technology, but also collecting all the alien technology. Because if they were to do it, they would be violating some law about going to other planets. Right. Was this the um, the Oards from CM6? From I think Where so. Chaos Reigns? I think so. The Oards, they look kind of cybernetic, and they've got this weird oblong face. Yep. I could probably look up a picture for you. Um, I remember I saw that and thought, oh, that would be fun to put in there. Yeah, let's Google a picture in my mouse. I think it's two A's. So there's the module picture. Yeah, there's the picture of the yards. Yep. Yeah. And they've got this weird bubbly face. Yep. They actually remind me of the um, the people with the big brains in the pilot episode of Star Trek that actually didn't air. I was thinking more... Well, I mean, their head does. I was thinking more of uh, from the movie, the first movie, Dune. Yeah, that works too. You mean the good movie? Yeah, the one that's four hours. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, anyway, so they were trying to get us to retrieve technology? Yeah. They figured that if they went and got it, then their opponents would be able to claim that they had violated the treaty and thus were able to then take over. Whereas if they had you guys do it, they wouldn't be violating the treaty and would be able to capture the person who had violated the treaty. So does this mean, so they came with the ship. Did we get on the ship with them? Did you they, did. did it look like a normal sailing ship that was just floating no. or did it look different? It, it was a, um, it was modern day flying saucer. Okay. Uh, in other words, in your in their realm, there's nothing to describe it. Yeah, it's a flying ship. <laughs> well, not just a flying ship. Just, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. Don't look like a ship. Yeah. Well, that's the best we can describe. Um, okay. So, did we agree to help them? Or yes. And so, because of that, uh, you guys felt a more urgent need to do this job but you were then told that you're not allowed to tell anybody about it and that really pissed some of you off because storytelling is one of the big things in this world right did we later talk to the dragon council about our encounter with these people yeah the dragon council was contacted by them first and the dragon council were doing their best not to talk about it but you guys weren't, so the Dragon Council had to come to you later and tell you stop it. Just to clarify something, um, the Dragon Council was just gold dragons, correct? That is correct. Okay. Yeah. And these were old gold dragons. Yeah. 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 We'll talk about dragons later. Um, I just wanted to clarify the golden dragon thing. Um, so... Um, so from there, did we go straight to Temple of Death? Yes, you did. Okay. And as soon as you got off the ship, it disappeared into the sky. So the ship took us to the Temple of Death. Did it take us outside or to where it said it's going to take us? To where it said it was going to take us. So to, um, to the top of this tower. Right. Yeah. So, so you missed a lot of... The adventure, right? That you could have had yeah, going into it, yeah. yeah, yeah. But I made sure you guys had to deal with them going out. Okay, so we 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 left the conventional way. Yes, as, but we got there by the magic ship. Yeah, I had figured that this adventure was taking way too long. Way too little 
success of effort. And so I shortened it up by drastic means by having that thing come and take yeah. you. Yeah, it's supposed to. I mean, even though the dark wood only covers two pages in the module, it's supposed to obviously take a lot longer because it's all about the journey. Right. Yeah. You're supposed to add your own stuff in the journey. Yeah, see, this is what That's happened. What encounters this is what happened at the night that you guys decided to go to sleep and think about it. What you're going, which way you were going to come in in the morning, and mm -hmm. in the morning, this thing is sitting out there, just hovering above the lake. Yeah. <clears throat> um, okay, so at the Temple of Death, there's a general description. Um, so we didn't do the sneak up and observe the temple beforehand. No. We went straight there. Yeah. You already said how we get in. We go straight to where the ship is supposed to take us. But obviously, the master's not waiting for us, right? No. Because he doesn't know you came in. That yeah, because it's not his ship. Um, and the master is actually one of these. Oh, did you extraterrestrials? Oh, he's he's also an alien. Yes. Okay, because my plans were different, but that's okay. Um, did you show us this picture of the temple? Yes. Okay. It was yeah. a rather difficult picture to depict. Yeah. So I made sure you guys saw it. Yeah. I mean, even as it is, it really doesn't seem to, like, the big tower, it's like, it doesn't seem to really match up the floor plan here. Right no, much. it doesn't. It's like, those stairs got to be really long, or those floors are really tall. Yeah. Which is possible, but, yeah. Um, 19. Um, right. So, there's a description... So we didn't interact with any of these people right away. Right. Um, so I should go straight to the actual temple. Right. Which is C. C7. Yeah. Well, well would, it been, would it have been the top tower? Uh, yeah, it's all the Cs. So it would have been the last thing you, uh, you go to normally. Yeah, uh, C-19 is used as a mooring point for the ship. Yeah. Um, so we arrived at C-19. Let's get to my questions. I don't even have questions for this page. Because <laughs> um, there wasn't anything interesting on this page, really. Right. Um, so we got on the roof walk. Yeah. Um, C-19. And then we went down, or did we go outside the building? You went down because you were shown the uh, secret. Okay. Um, hatch. Okay. So that is a so C eighteen is a silent room. Right. Um, by concentrating, you can listen to anything that is said inside the temple. Right. Did we discover that secret? Yes, you did. And because of the super perceptions of the elves that were with you. Okay. And so you learned. The plans of the master, you learned uh, how it's all going to happen. Um, he did not disclose that the juggernauts or any other special artifacts were of alien in nature. He just attributed it to his powerful magic abilities. So you want to describe what his plans were? He wanted to take over the whole world, but he had to start somewhere. And first it was this land. Then it was going to be the land on the other side of the mountains, and then he was going to go west, then he was going to go north, and he was going to go and take on the ocean. Okay. And then what did we do after learning all this? Well, you guys were very stereotypically hero-minded and wanted to do the right thing. And so you, you uh, disguised yourselves and try to go incognito down until you could find the master. So you. So the master is supposed to be in this chamber. Unless the alarm has been raised, he's here. Right. And you went down and saw him, and you coming from above kind of startled him, and he asked you uh, what you'd been doing up there. You guys said you were praying. And uh, 
when he asked to praying to what uh, you couldn't give a decent answer that he would accept. And so he was about to no, you don't want any? No, I don't. Um, do what you guys thought were going to be casting a magic spell. And you guys were able to beat him to the punch. And uh, what you cast on him was charm person. And did it work? Yes. Because he's supposed to get a saving throw. He's, uh, he's an alien. He's not used to actual real magic. He's a he's a fourteenth level cleric. He's supposed he should have pretty good saving throws. He should, but he's an alien. His things are a little bit different. Besides, the die roll was very unhelpful. <laughs> <laughs> so so we charmed him. You did. And then what? Well. You got him to explain to you all his plans in detail. And about the time the charm was starting to wear off, um, you guys had enough information knowing where all the artifacts were and everything else that all that was left for you guys to do was to somehow uh, subdue this guy. And I forget who it was. Someone said, um, as he snuck up behind him and hit him with, I think it was a hammer, so I don't remember who that was. I don't know who uses a signature hammer. Maybe the player. Yeah. Maybe the, the cook player did. Yeah. He, he went up behind him and hit him on the head with a hammer and said, send him to his god. Okay. And it was, it was very anticlimactic. Okay. So we killed him. You did. Correct. Okay. Um, before we continue further... Um, there's one module we didn't play that's still connected to the X-10, Red Arrow, Black Shield, where the Master is supposed to come back and wage war again. And we're supposed to do dip diplomatic missions to uh, build up armies to fight his army. Right. Um, which, that's basically what Red Arrow, Black Shield is all about. Um, so I was planning to run that eventually, you know, if players ever get that far. Um but if we killed him and he was an alien, not a normal human. Mm -hmm. um, well, even in here, he's uh, he's connect. This isn't his real body. He's connected to the body in the uh, in the temple over here. Yeah. Um, so does that mean we didn't actually kill him? Or did you did not actually kill him. You killed his so, avatar. So he's still surviving. Oh yeah, he is. And did we did we find out about this or did we no. just leave? You left. Okay, so and he can't come easy. back. So my plan was to have him be a lich. Yeah. Because, um, yeah. Um, and that explains other things that had to do with his armies and stuff. Um, well, okay. So we killed him. And then what did we do? Did we go... Where were the artifacts? Were they in these chambers? The C C nine? Some, some of the artifacts were. Some of them were out in the field with the army. Okay. And you were charged with collecting all of them and delivering them, actually. Okay, that's where our confrontation with the army comes later. Mm -hmm. You were actually to deliver all magical artifacts to the uh, pit, the arena, in the Dragon City. Yeah, okay. Um, okay, so after C-17, did we go downstairs? Yes. Um, did we meet people? Did we fight them? Did we convince them to let us pass by? What? Yes to all of the above. <laughs> because the die roll was just going so maniac crazy. I Whatever happened, happened. I let it go. Okay. So I'll just go through my questions then. Um, so this room, so the stairs lead down here, and then there's C16 right next to it, which is occupied by the major domo. Mm -hmm. which is basically his second in command. Right. Uh, did we go in that room and did we encounter the Major Domo? Yes, you did. Um, did we kill him and did he escape or did he escape? You did kill him. We killed him. Um, it was it was a surprise attack. Right. And then there's re reception hall. There's some holy men in there. Um, how did we get by them? Well, um, you took the clothing of the guy, the second guy in charge, and put him yeah. on your cleric. And being a cleric, he knows how to act clerically. Right. 
and went out and dismissed everybody, told them to all go home, take a vacation. Okay. And they did not understand the word vacation, so he had to explain it to them, and they thought this was a great idea. Right. Everything's going so well, we can take a little time off. His, his uh, charm person was working overtime. Dookie die roll. Yeah. And then did, from there, where did we go? Did we go down these stairs? Uh, yeah. That's stairs down here. Yeah. Because um, we can't get to these rooms, C9 and C12. Without going down Without first. going down first, yeah. Right. Um, so those stairs lead down. To the hallway here, yep. which is next to C eight, um, which is the the barracks for the diviners. Right. So there's a bunch of diviners there. Did we pull the same tactic, and did it work? Uh, it did work for the ones on the one side. What side. The north side is that north? Yeah. That's yeah. North. It did work for the ones on the north side. For the ones on the south side, they were suspicious, and because they were suspicious, he called down the wrath of the master upon them. Right. In other words, a clerical mumble jumble, and then the uh, person trying to become a dragon kind of lit the place up. Okay. Let's use. Yeah. Okay. And if we go to uh, what is that? Oh, that's the. Well, from there, from these rooms, did we try to go upstairs? Yes. Um, it's two C nine. Yeah, and you collected all the artifacts. The, those are kitchens. Those are the kitchens. There were all kinds of artifacts in the kitchens. <laughs> okay. They they were disguised. Yeah. And you guys found them out and put them in your bags of holding. Yeah. And then I suppose we went back downstairs. Yep. Did we go into this room? This is the shrine. No, you did not. You um, were looking for a way out. Okay. Because this shrine, there's some weird stuff. Like, so we didn't go to C twelve or C eleven. No. Then. Um, or C10. Uh, and so we were looking for a way out. We went to, is that C5? C5? Through C6 on either side. C5 is the entrance hall. The questions about the entrance hall. Oh, there's the huge statue, which can be animated, but I guess the master's already dead. Right. Um, and there's there's some Alferas. Alferas. Mm -hmm. There's some Alfera statues also. Well, they look like statues. Um, if we try to, uh, enter the tower invisibly or we don't say the, the proper prayer before entering, but that's for entering. What about leaving? Leaving? There's no problem. They, they just let us by. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. And then there's ogres guarding the gatehouse. Yep. And you guys are coming out. No, your royal garb that you collected from all the people. And they aren't doing anything. The ogres aren't there smart enough. Yeah. Okay. And then we went through here. And this hall is where Hosadis' real body is. Yes. Did we, we didn't expect that at all. No, you did not. Um, did we go into any side rooms? Sorry. Um, no, you were, you were preoccupied with trying to get as many artifacts out of this place and out of these people's hands as possible and uh, figured that you had gotten the bulk of them and the rest could be gotten at any other time. But the, the most important ones were already had, so it's time to get going. Okay. Um, so we just went straight past. Yeah. And there's a hill giant guarding the drawbridge. Yeah, he wasn't that intelligent. And he's also supposed to ask us, well, he's supposed to ask anyone entering a yeah. question. Well, he couldn't figure out what was entering and what was leaving. So he asked you guys questions. Okay. You did not answer correctly, but you explained that it's because the passwords and stuff had been changed and he had not yet been informed and you confused him thoroughly. Okay. But we didn't have to fight him. No. Okay. Um, let's see. And did we just leave? We didn't even explore the outer building? That is correct. Oh, okay. So, so you guys missed out a lot of things. Okay. Um, so is, so none of these side side buildings had any of the artifacts that no, we were looking for? No. 
And and this is why the dungeon master is supposed to actually direct where the adventure goes rather than let the people decide what they want to do. Well, usually when you when when something like this happens, if we were to find the master directly, we would have been killed right away. Yes. Um but um but I guess we charmed him. Yeah. <laughs> and, and this is why I said it is important for the dungeon master okay. to yeah. rule the game, not the people. So, uh, we didn't find the underground passages? No. Okay. But you did find a juggernaut just outside the castle. And as you guys were mounting the juggernaut, a big, tor terrible black tornado started to um, be created over the castle, that tall building, and it started tearing it apart. And it was moving towards you guys. You didn't think anything of it until your juggernaut was five miles away and this thing was following you by the road. Oh, okay. And the faster you went, the faster it went. And when it got dark, your juggernaut wasn't working too well anymore. But this tornado was. And it was catching up to you guys. And you guys all jumped off, and uh, this tornado destroyed the juggernaut. And once that was done, uh, it dissipated. So you guys were left with traveling back on foot for a ways. Okay. And then you found another juggernaut at night. Were these wood or stone? Uh, these were stone ones. Okay. You you decided to start taking the stone off of the juggernaut to make it faster. And when daylight came, the uh, tornado came back and you guys were very easily outpacing the tornado. Of course, you were run over all kinds of animals and people and stuff on your way out. Most of them part of the army. Right. Um, Massive roadkill. I, I just wasn't paying attention. <laughs> I believe it. Uh, but it's recorded. We're good. Um, so continuing. So we were we were then on our way of searching for the Master's Army. Mm -hmm. um, I remember Master's Army was a whole bunch of undead. Zombies and skeletons and whatnot. Right. Okay. So from there, where did we go? From there, you went and... Every uh, camp that you came to during the day, uh, you guys would make short work of uh, running over everything you saw. With the juggernaut. With the juggernaut. Okay. And w were we still in the woods at this point? or No, you were out of the woods and in the plains. Okay. And, and where were we heading to? You were heading to the path. Oh, no. You were heading south. And with this to, juggernaut... To the coastal city? To the coastal city. You were going to make a new road to the other coastal city so that there was no more need for shipping. Right. You could just do it... Because with the juggernaut, is literally a trailblazer. Yeah, well, definitely. Stone juggernaut, yeah. Yeah. And once you got to the other city, um, there was a, um, a large army there that was going to be going out. So we got to Sligovich. Yeah. And... As that army was preparing to go out, there were other juggernauts, but none of them anywhere near as fast as yours. And because of that, you were able to hit the juggernauts in such a way that they were kind of dissembled. So as soon as we saw the army, we uh, attacked with the juggernaut. Yep. Um, and this was the army of undead. Yes. That was gathering at a... What Was this a city of normal people? Does anybody ask what eggnog? No, thank you. No. No, this was not a city of normal people anymore. It okay. was at one time. Okay, so Slagovich used to be a normal human, mostly human city. Right. And then they all got turned to undead. Yeah, most, mostly zombies. Yeah. Well, if you're specific zombies, their disease spreads and stuff. Yes. Um, yeah. Of course, they don't spread. Yes. 
they don't spread too well when they can't actually move because they're all flattened. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we destroyed the jugg juggernauts, and then what? I remember us talking to either the leader or I don't know. I remember a blue dragon being there. Um, that was outside the city, kind of in the swamps. Okay. And uh, she had come down because she she was up above and seen you guys doing massive damage to these undead creatures and everything. Right. And came down to talk to you guys and wanted to know how come you're rebelling. When you guys explained what you were doing and you mentioned the Dragon Council and then the you weren't supposed to mention the aliens, but you did. Um, uh, she kind of backed off and said uh, something to the effect of mankind is so pathetic and just flew away. I remember us feeding your sweet and sour pork, too. Yes, you did. Yeah. That was part of the, you people are so pathetic. Okay. <laughs> you, feed, you feed a blue dragon sweet and sour pork. Yeah, I don't remember, but yeah, I remember there being a lot of talk, and then the cook cooking for her, and at the same time cooking for the undead army. But how did we end up cooking for the undead army? You remember that, right? That that was uh, before you made it through the pass. So there was another army we encountered first. Yes, and that was was that before we got to the coastal city, or no? That was before you got to. The oh, pass. before we. Oh, in the. In the desert, and and while we're still doing X four, right? Okay, so I've got those two mixed up. Okay, well, describe that encounter because we didn't mention. Okay, that, that encounter. Um, I remember an undead army, and then we set up a buffet line. Uh, the cook cooked up a buffet line and ended up killing all the undead. Yes, that buffet line was set up just before you guys did uh, the hallucinatory ter terrain. Because there was more army coming, and you needed time to make your escape by hiding. And uh, all the rest of the army that came through and saw all these dead undead um, didn't want to stick around. They kept moving. So it was, it was a decoy to get them to go away. Okay. How, wait. I remember them eating the food, though. Yes. How how we convince undead to eat food? Um, you had changed the look of it. You had made it look like um, brain tissue. Okay, so it looked like dead people. Yes. Okay, and then I killed them. Yeah. Okay, and then we continued on. Yeah, after the other army actually passed by. Okay, and now we're at Slagovich. And uh, let me pause it. Okay, um, so Slav Slavovich, we were um, destroying the undead army. Did we actually destroy all of them? Yeah. Um, and in the process, were we also destroying the actual buildings of the town? Yep. With the juggernaut? Yep. And did we destroy it all before we met the blue dragon, or did it, was the blue dragon in the middle of it? No, uh, the blue dragon came afterwards, surprised that you were... Um, using the same technology and everything that everybody else had, but you were destroying them. Okay. And that's why she came down to talk with you. Okay. Let's... Because she was going to destroy them. Yeah. There's the uh, there's juggernauts in the other module. I was going to say, what's the, uh, the juggernauts uh, movement speed? Is it fast enough to outrun undead? Um, yeah, barely. I don't, I don't know. Normally, but uh, the thing is, you guys had modified your juggernaut and taken off a lot of weight. You know, the stone uh, keep that was on top of it. Oh, okay. so it was just a platform for us. Yeah, it was just a platform. And because of that, you were able to make it go way faster and are way maneuverable. And you guys had to be careful when you were making turns because. Or going yeah. over some building because you might bounce off. Yeah, or tip over. Yeah. Um, so on our way south from the coastal city to Slagovich, did we 
go to this other coastal city all by the mountains? No. Okay. And was this coastal city still a normal city? Um, I think so. You guys never encountered it, so I don't know how. Oh, I we didn't actually play. go to it. We just right. went around it. Yeah. So we went to Slagovich. We destroyed the armory. The dragon talked to us. We fed it. It, it went away. Right. Um, where do we go from there? From there, you follow the, um, the caravan trail. trail looking for more army. But mostly what you guys found was remnants of battles. Okay. And just as you were coming into the realm of the empire, you found the last army that had defeated the oncoming army. Uh, so uh, the master's army. You, no, you didn't find the master's army. You found the... The, the imperial army had defeated the master's army? Yes. Okay. Um, but they were in sore strikes and probably would not have been able to withstand another massive attack, which was amassing down here in that city. In Slagovich. Yeah. In Slagovich. Yeah. Okay. They, they would have failed had that army been able to come and attack the Imperial Army. Okay. Um, well, speaking of the Imperial Army, what was its makeup like? Because we were talking about the Empire before, and you said it, you were thinking more of like the ancient Persian Army, ancient Persian Empire. Right. Um, did you model their army in the same ma manner? In as much as uh, the... Um, the Immortals and then the Archers, yes. Okay. Uh, the Light Infantry, no. They they were they were like what you would normally find in Evil Europe, Light Infantry. Right. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, some general questions. Um, how long did it take us to get from the Empire to the Great Pass? So basically X4. Well, because you guys didn't know which way you were going most of the time, that took... Um, I think it was five episodes. Okay, but in in game terms, in game term, I figure it took about a month. Okay, about a month, and from the pass to the keep or to the the temple. Yeah, that would have taken uh, only about I'm thinking a week, week yeah. and a half. We did take the ship, or yeah, the ship did take us there for during the woods. So, and then from the temple. On the on the juggernaut down to Slagovich. Well, all the way to this city, the juggernaut took you. Uh, I think it was about a week. Okay, it took us about a week to get. That's really fast because each of these is twenty four miles. Right. Um, okay. So, yeah, and uh, and we we didn't really follow the the river or anything. We just went. Straight. You went overland. As basically as straight as we could go. And, and you kept taking pieces off during that time. Okay. And did we get lost on that journey at all? No. Okay. Because the um, the aliens gave you something that most of you had heard about but hadn't used, and it was called a compass. Uh, okay. And then from the coast to Slagovich, trailblazing a tra uh, road, how long did that take? That took a week. That took a week. And then our journey back to the Imperial... Was the Imperial Army, like, where we left it, like at Pramayana, or was it farther back? It was not further back. It was further north. Further north. But, like, in the same area, like, yeah. near the swamp and the river and stuff? Right. Okay. And because you guys knew about the swamp and the river, you went around it and met up with them because they were north of the swamp. Okay, they were just north of the swamp. They were near the caravan trail? Yes, that's they were, we're near following. the caravan trail, yeah. And then did we take the caravan trail back? Because that caravan trail um, goes up north uh, to the uh, north of the lake, the other, the big lake in the right. empire. Did we go that way or did we cut across, you cut across. Trugan and all that area? Yeah, because you're trying to get back to the Imperials or to the... Uh, Dragon City as quickly as possible right. with all of your okay. items. Okay. That nobody as yet has figured out okay. you had, and nobody has figured out how you're making this stone roller yeah. thing work. How did did I already ask? How long did it take for us to get from Slagovich to the army? To the army was two weeks. Two weeks. Okay. And then from there back to the Dragon City? Was another two weeks. Okay. 
Because um, you kept getting stopped by villagers. Right. Um, so the artifacts. What type of artifacts were these? Well, first off, most of them, you had no idea what they were. You were just given a description and you found them. Um, had you taken the time and not followed the council to find out what they were, you would have found out that they were laser guns um, and uh, uh, mass destruction type weapons, you know, large bombs, uh, gas weapons and missiles and stuff like that. Okay. Um, so we went back to the Dragon City. Did that, was there anything on the way that interesting? Not really. Okay. When you finally got to the Dragon City, though, um, and brought all the stuff to be placed into the arena, as you were told, um, for some reason or another, everything in the city froze. Suspended animation, whatever you yeah, want to time, call it. Time stuff, yeah. Yeah. And um, okay, so recording got cut off and then we tried uploading it. So I'm just gonna summarize what my dad said right after we were cut off. Um so we were at the Dragon City, there was a time stop, basically. Uh, and then the aliens, the O.R.s, came. And um, and they collected the artifacts we had collected. They also took the ones that we had, uh, that we had each individually taken and were hoping to keep. Um, they even took the compass they had given us as a gift earlier. Um, and so they took that, and then they uh, then they left. And so we were there in Dragon City, and then one of the uh, one of the one of the gold dragons from the Dragon Council came and uh, and talked to us, and and uh, what did he say? I don't remember. Said they uh, they set up job well done. Um, Um, they said they were kind of unhappy that we had spilled the beans about the aliens. Um, other than that, that was it. And then that was pretty much the end of the, that specific adventure. Um, later, we went off on our own other adventures that weren't uh, in any specific modules. Um, the next time, we'll be talking about that, um, where we went what we did and then eventually the the group broke up um and i started dming too afterwards um so uh yeah i guess that was it so yeah that was the end of x5 the temple of death